Look, I. It was in the drawer. I. Night. Good night. Oh, hold up. Okay, my bad. We're all set now. Jesus, man. Okay. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Hopefully everybody's doing well. All right, I'm early, late. Hi, everybody's got jokes. Everybody's got jokes. I haven't, I haven't had a Capri Sun in, what is this, since July. I'm down bad. I'm down bad, real bad. <laughs> I was not washing dishes. That's Minimi's job. Red, what's happening? What's happening? All right, be wise. All right, drills. Okay, okay. Leah, what's all right? All right, my usual suspects. All my, all my co-defendants being here. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Candace, what's happening? All right, cool, cool, cool. I know some of y'all gotta be up early in the morning. Like I said, I, I gotta stop doing these late shows, man. Like for real, like for real. All right. Where do we go first? Where do we go first? You know what? Let's talk Cameron and Mace. Congratulations to them. They signed a deal with uh, under, Underdog Fantasy. Eight figures. Eight figures. Eight figures. If you ask me, they did it better than Gillian Wallow. Cause now, you know what I'm saying? Cause people still waiting for confirmation on their hundred million dollar deal. But Cam and Mace out here really doing it. Let's go. It is what it is hosted by Cameron Giles and Mason Betha. And Treasure Stat Baby Wilson signed an eight figure deal with popular sports betting platform, Underdog Fantasy. Their partnership will last for 18 months. These guys are next going to the next level. Uh, let's see. We'll be back in the first week of September after successful first season uh, season earlier this year. Uh, the sports talk featured guests in hip hop and sports culture with the likes of Ice Cube, Stephen A. Smith, Paul Pierce, Andre Drummond, Brandon Marshall, and more. Uh, the two New York rap legends and the analytic hostess create a perfect blend of cutting edge journalism with a delivery from a robust New York culture. This is the new media. You don't need. The big dogs you don't need to go to the big dogs. Create your own niche, create your own lane, create your own market. And if it's good, the people will find you. Underdog Fantasy co-signed other major sports platforms like Gill's, uh, Gill Arenas, Arenas uh, hosted by former NBA Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, it's a fast rising sports betting platform available in most states. Cam says, thank you, Nicholas. We appreciate you seeing the true value of what it is. They out here doing it. They're doing it. I'm going to hit me with the copyright. I, I can't do that. I can't play that. All right, here we go. Y'all looking at the new members of Underdog Fantasy. Signed, sealed, and delivered. We're here to stay and take over. Is about to get real. Man, they're killing it. Shout out to Cam and Mace. 
Cam and Mace. One of the best hip-hop pivots. I mean, LL, Will Smith, Queen Latifah, uh, who else? Hip Cube, um, 50 Cent. Now you got to add Cameron and Mace. One of the best hip-hop pivots. Period. This is, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for them. Because, you know, I'm a Cam and Mace fan. All right. Okay. 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 Let me pull that up. Let me get rid of that. What we got? Do we do we Michael Jackson? You know what? Let's go ahead and get into it. Listen. Oof. They never let you rest in peace. I still don't believe Michael is dead. I, I just don't. Yeah. Met the man too. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wendy Williams. Ice TC. It's, it's so many. It's so many. It's so many. It can be done. It can be done. You know, it can be done. Hey, you know, it is what it is. The guys, these guys are veterans. They know what they signed up for. You know what I'm saying? Nika Taylor is in the building. Wasn't Joe, Joe Budden. Uh, time to stop making songs. Nah, 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 nah. They still got to put out mixtapes. Still got to do mixtapes, man. Still got to do mixtapes. <laughs> Wasn't Joe Budden trying to go, hey, man, everybody's, it seems everybody's passing Joe by, man. It seems everybody's just passing Joe by, you know? All right. So you never, they never let you rest in peace. They never let you die clean. I still believe Michael Jackson is alive. I just do. I just believe he's one of those rare 0.0001% of talented people. They allow to walk away in exchange for everything and their good name. I just feel that Mike is, is not dead. You're going to have a hard time convincing me Michael Jackson is dead. I just don't believe it. I will never believe it. So if y'all didn't hear, they revived his, uh, the, the abuse case cases against him. All right. I'm not sure if y'all knew this or, or aware of it, but they can now Wade Dobson or Wade Robson. They can sue the estate of Michael. You know what? I don't want actual clip. I want news. Hold up. There we go. WGN. Let's go WGN. California Appeals Court has revived lawsuits from two men who allege Michael Jackson sexually abused them when they were boys. California's 2nd District Court of Appeals found lawsuits from Wade Robeson and James Safechuck should not have been dismissed by a lower court. Judges say the men can legally claim that workers for Jackson-owned corporations had a responsibility to protect them. Attorneys for Jackson's estate denied those allegations. Okay, so let's let's actually get into it. <laughs> it is a dirty, dirty game. Now, the lawsuit alleged that Jackson molested him over a seven-year period. This is Wade Robson. This guy's a dance choreographer, hip-hop dance choreographer, pretty popular. I think he did. Um, you got served. You got served is one of my favorite dance movies. Like I still watch that. Like you put you got served on, and I'm. I'm there. I'm. I'm in it. I'm. Uh, 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 I'm. I'm there, right, <laughs> sir, 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 sir. All right. So Wade Robson, 40-year-old choreographer, met Jackson when he was five years old. He went on to appear in three Jackson mu music videos. His lawsuit alleged that Jackson <sighs> touched him over a seven-year period. Uh, Safe Chuck. Let me see. Safe Chuck. Who is this guy? Wait. wait let me go back up to the top. Let me go back up to the top. Okay, 
Okay, so that the corporations, the, the, the defendants, okay, had a responsibility to protect them. So a new California law that temporarily broadened the scope of the sexual abuse cases enabled the appeals court to restore them. It's the second time the lawsuits uh, brought by Robeson and Safe Truck the following year have been brought back after dismissal. A judge who dismissed the suits in 2021 found that the corporations MJJ Productions and MJJ Ventures Inc. could, could not be expected to function like the Boy Scouts or a church where a child in their care could expect their protection. Jackson was the sole owner and the only shareholder in the companies. Higher court judges disagreed, writing that a corporation that facilitates the sexual abuse of children by one of its employees is not excused from an affirmative duty to protect those children merely because it is solely owned by the per uh, perpetrator of the abuse. Okay. The two distinguished trial judges repeatedly dismissed the, these cases on numerous occasions over the last decade because the law required it. We remain fully confident that Michael is innocent of these allegations, which are contrary to all credible evidence and independent corroboration, and which were only first made years after Michael's death by men motivated solely by money. All right, so here we let's get into it. Uh, where are we at? Okay, 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 okay. So, Safe Chuck, now 45, said in his suit that he was nine when he met Jackson while filming a Pepsi commercial. He said Jackson called him often and lavished him with gifts before moving on to sexually abusing him. Yeah, that's... Listen, you just don't die clean. But once again, I firmly believe Michael is alive. You're just not ever going to convince me otherwise. Sorry. Sorry. So now they can go after his estate for untold millions of dollars and that will be the the lasting legacy of michael for the most part unfortunately right okay okay let us move on let me get into the comments real quick let me see what some of these comments cali is broke don't don't believe that california never broke don't don't believe that. Yeah, right. It, it, it's a it's it's hard to root for Mike after watching that shit. You know. Okay, he used to host a dance. Oh, okay, on UPN called Three Sixty. Used to watch that. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Okay, wasn't Neverland? Like, apparently not. I got to get that money. Right. Okay. Yeah, Wade's been everywhere. Like Wade was the go-to guy for all the all the dance stuff. You know, do it for Lil Saint. Oh, not Lil Saint. <laughs> yeah, they they shot Lil Saint. They killed Lil Saint. <laughs> oh, do it for Lil Saint. <laughs> I don't believe these guys. Um, no, because you you've only had two, right? You would have had. I mean, there were more others, but. The, the the little kids, right? The other two, the other two kids that came out, but then he ended up signing them to his record label. The the, the group quote, I show you the other the other two little kids that accused Mike, and then they got older and said it wasn't it didn't happen. They were told by the parents. Quote rap group. Remember these guys? Yeah, quote rap group. Yeah, the little Asian and the little white boy. This this was the group that Mike. They were signed to Mike. These are the two boys that they all that also accused michael of stuff but who the hell signs their kids to the record label of their of their child's abuser 
<laughs> who, do, who does that? Yeah, they came out in, in, in 94. I remember this. I remember this. See, that's Wade right there. <laughs> that's Wade. <laughs> that's Lil Wade. So you mean to tell me this man was doing this stuff and the parents say, yes, sign my kids here record label. And uh, yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's his little ass right there. And you ain't never heard from the other dude. Y'all remember this, this group? Yeah, first act signed to Michael Jackson's Epic Records subsidiary MJJ Music. The first act signed. The first act signed. You're not signing your kids to the, to the abusers record label, y'all. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Off the Wall is Michael's best argument uh, album. That's no argument. I agree. I've said that it's better than Thriller. <laughs> the boys was lying, lying. Mike is now the weekend. <laughs> Martina, hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. You got served. That's my shit, bro. That's my shit. I say that shit proudly. That's why Gavin was begging for emergency. And once again, please don't believe California is broke. Don't do that. Don't ever believe California is broke. Okay. Let's not do that. We have a GDP that rivals countries. Nah, we're not broke. Money's just mismanaged. The state is not broke. It's just the money is being mismanaged. And it's, money's always been mismanaged. But nah. Yeah. Okay. Y'all remember, y'all remember Quo. Okay. 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 Nah, huh? No, no new doc, no, no, no new documentary. They just decided to uh, revive the, the the allegations case against him. So now that Wade and the other dude can sue his estate for monies, right? Okay. Uh, they know Bosom. Let me see. It's not coming back. Eco Waz is trying to save face. I saw the guy's interview on the Nigerian news channel. Oh, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Matter of fact, Brownstone was signed to uh. Mike's label. Okay. I, I'm trying to tell you, they don't understand Roscoe. Stomp the yard was, wait, 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 wait. Stomp the yard was better. Don't debate. That's okay. I won't debate you. Everybody knows you got served. Is that is it? Okay. Everybody knows you got served. <laughs> you got served. You got served. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. I, I, I had to rewatch it. Everybody be quiet. Martinez here. <laughs> All right. So once again, you, you, you do not, you do not leave this business cleanly, but this is bullshit though. Once again, you're not going to sign to the abusers label. It just, that's just not, you know what I'm saying? You're just not going to do it. So this is dude. This is the other, this is the dude now, the other half. Right, Dwayne Turrentine. You ain't heard nothing from this dude. Matter of fact, let's see what he's talking about. Because I don't think I've ever heard him say anything about Mike. Here we go, Dwayne Turrentine. Is this him? Welcome to Finger. Okay, yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't never said nothing. Right? 
Let's see. Allegations. So let's see what they what is what does Dwayne's uh Dewan say? Documentary is four hours long. Same repeat repeated stories ad nauseum. The film got a stand ovation at Sundance. Oh, that was funny. That's funny. Okay, there's one moment Wade Robinson pulls out a jewelry box full of gold rings that were supposedly given to him by MJ for for sexual favors. Wow. And he says it's hard to look at the jewelry. Then why are they still in your possession, right? Okay. Okay, the one the one and only thing that gave me pause is that I found it ironic that these young men looked identical as children and adults. I find it difficult to keep them straight on screen without a lower third. Why does that concern me, you ask? Because people have a type when it comes to choosing someone to be romantically or sexually linked with. If what these young men and their families say is true, then it makes it beyond sad. Okay, my final issue is desecrating someone in death when you were their biggest cheerleader in life. Uh, it's painful to watch for a very variety of reasons. And there are some out there who yet for another ride around the tabloid merry-go-round will find this entertaining or interesting. Okay. Okay. Okay, you know what? Let's take a look at this trailer. Everybody wanted to meet Michael or be with Michael. And then he likes you. I was seven years old. Michael asked, do you and the family want to come to Neverland? We drive in and forget about all your problems. You were in Neverland. Wait, do you know how, how you know how many, how much access he had to tens of, ki of children? Tens. Tens of 20 of children. You know what I'm saying? Like, the line against the Michael would be down the block. Right? The, the, the accusations... The, the accusations would be, it'd be, it would be around the block, down the corner. You know? But let's continue with this trailer. It was a fantasy. The days were filled with magical childhood adventure experiences. Playing tag, watching movies, eating junk food, anything you could ever want as a child. It's like hanging out with a friend that's more your age. Just kid things, they were just doing kid things. He just came across as a loving, caring, kind soul. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It was easy to believe that he was just that. Out of a storybook, right? Out of a fairy tale. Hello, Wade. Today is your birthday, so congratulations. I love you. Bye. There's no thoughts of this is wrong or okay. anything like that. Uh huh. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I. This man had access to tens of twenties of children. You know, that line would be around the block to this day. This makes no sense. I'm not going to pay this shit any more, any more attention. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Not that I'm, I'm trying to run through this real quick, but I'm, I'm not trying to extend this either. Let me see. Hold up. Where is it at? Where is it at? Okay. X. All right. I'm looking at four next Mike Saudi Shikari Mike Saudi Shikari and why Mike Saudi Shikari okay Shikari Saudi 
and why. You know what? Let's just go ahead and get to uh, track and fields. Bad girl, comeback kid of the of the of the year so far. Every everybody is, you know, like I said, America loves a comeback story, and right now Shakari Richardson is the comeback story of the day, the month, and we're gonna get back. And I I was one of those people that dragged her, rightfully so, because she was acting stupid. She had a she had toxic negative people around her she had parasites around her and it cost her um a trip to the to the olympics plus physically she was not on par with shelly ann or elaine i i even said in my critique of of shikari she needs to get bigger and stronger she's not there yet i said in a couple years um when she gets some you know stronger she'll be able to run run with the jamaicans and she proved it here we are two years three years removed you know she cleaned her act up and got rid of those toxic people that uh, hopefully she got rid of the girlfriend and hopefully she started listening to her coach and it seems whatever turnaround changes she's made whatever mirror work she's done it's working so i, I commend her for doing the necessary work to get back and uh, to to a champion uh status but we dragged her rightfully so. And then, you know, nobody wrote her off. It's like, yo, when you get your shit together, we'll, we'll be here. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. U.S. women haven't won a medal at World Championships in this event since 2017 when the late Tori Bowie won her world title. This has been a long time coming for the 23-year-old Shakari Richardson. She, she has to start better much than she started than in the semifinal. Look, like an NFL ago. defensive back, she you have to have muscle. a short memory in this business. Okay, you the know? semifinal didn't go well. You are capable of winning this They're race. She has to believe now. it, so and then she has to not commit any unforced errors. And then plus, you got to understand that, you know, Shelly Ann and Elaine, they're, they're older now, so it's two years of age and wear and tear on them. So now you have this kind of evening out. So Shakari's coming into her own physically and the Jamaicans physically are starting to, to decline because of age, only because of age. But once again, if you put everybody at their best, at their best, I still think Shakari was not better than Shelly Ann or Elaine or, or the other, or the, or the other Jamaican, you know, like head, head up, but whatever, let's go, let's go. Also having to wait on time, Poland's Eva Swoboda. Oh, she's Polish? An is indoor Polish? specialist no more. She has made the finals at Worlds. Think of the emotion. She didn't think she had made the finals. She had been dismissed from the Q room and then told later, hey, you have the same time as the last qualifier. We're letting you in the race. We'll run nine. What a moment this is. The second of three U.S. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at just 20 years of age, this is Tamari Davis. I think you're looking at the future of American sprinting. Because I just... Okay. I said she was a bust two years ago. Okay. Was she doing Was she doing what she was supposed to do? No, she was not. And I said, get rid of the girlfriend. I said, listen, she's not listening to her coach. I, uh, and I said, she needs to tighten up her circle. That's what I said. So yeah, I was right. She, she needed to clean. She needed to clean up her act and get rid of the people that she that was around her. And I also said she physically needs to get stronger. I remember that critique. I still got the the, the live stream, bro. I do several of them. I did. I'm not walking back anything I said. 
20 to not just make the team but come here with a chance to be on the podium and you're just 20 that's impressive Tamari Davis will start yeah, yeah, in lane yeah, eight exactly. when we watch them line up this sprinting superstar will be on the inside lines it's team great britain's dina asher smith she knows what it's like to medal well, in this race she has a silver yeah, from yeah, doha yeah. she was fourth last year but she's gonna have to have a season's best to even contend and they are all going to have to contend with marie jose Talou of the ivory coast she has not lost a final at 100 meters this year. Wow. She has a silver behind exactly. Tori Bowie's gold Bowie. in 2017. Exactly. She would love nothing better exactly. than to have the Ivory Coast celebrating her tomorrow as world champ. What a gritty, what a gritty and determined semi-final performance it was for the third and final okay. U.S. Okay. woman in this final, 28-year-old Brittany Brown. Known me. before yeah. as a 200 meter yeah. specialist, yeah. those days may be obvious. over. If she can get a medal here, she has really been impressing me throughout the round. So it's not like anybody wrote her off. We were just like, hey, when you get your shit together, we'll be here for you. But until then, bye-bye. That's pretty much it. And, and since we own this FBA versus the world type, uh, type of time, yeah. I'm happy for her. Now, my only my only critique is at this point is can she do it in the Olympics? Can she do it in the Olympics when it matters? Said this two years ago. Beating beating the Jamaicans in Colorado or the Prefontaine Classic. That don't mean shit. You have to beat them in the world champions, world championships, and you got to beat them in the Olympics. If you don't beat them in the Olympics, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's only one stage moving forward that matters from here on out. The Olympics. She has to beat the Jamaicans at the Olympics to be considered great or a champion or to be mentioned amongst the best of the best. If she doesn't do it, it's not going to happen. What a season it has Period, been point for an NCAA standout. And now, a name on the world scene from St. Lucia. This is Julian Alfred. She is the first athlete from St. Lucia to make a final in a running event at the World Championships. And like Talu, Julian Alfred has not lost a 100-meter final in 2023. Here's the favorite. The smile says it all. The walk says it all. Exactly. On top of the world, Jamaica's Sharika Jackson. The last person out of the tunnel last night was Noah Lyles. He won. The last person out of the tunnel tonight is exactly. Shelly Ann Fraser-Price. That's the roar for a legend. 36-year-old mummy Come on, this woman's 36 years old. This woman is 36 years old that's old in track and field years like she's a grandma you know what i'm saying in, in track and field years this woman is 36 and still beating women half her age you understand rocket shelly ann fraser price going for her third consecutive world 100 title and she has 36. to be savoring this because this is likely her last appearance at Worlds. If she gets the start she got in her heat. Once again, age is age. Age. 
is going to help Shikari beat these women in the Olympics. It's going to be age. I think she could win the whole thing and upset Sharika Jackson. If she gets the start she had in the semifinal, her task becomes a lot tougher. And then what also I said, Shikari has horrible starts. Remember in that live stream, I said she has horrible starts. She again was, in, she was behind in this race, which is make, which makes the win even more impressive because she won from behind. She has horrible starts, horrible. To win that third consecutive world title. <laughs> she is going for her sixth. 100 world title her third in a row the jamaicans swept this event last year in eugene dina asher smith was fourth two of those jamaicans the top two on the podium fraser price the world champion and jackson are back does anybody else from the rest of the world have an answer for what the jamaican women have done to this event so there's the, there's the world records flojo 1049 Frazier's at it was at 1057 and Jackson's 1065 and Shikari's best is like 10 was it 107 108 and you you saw what she had to run to be able to beat the Jamaicans okay let's go at worlds on the far left of your screen is Shakari Richardson in her first world final. Shikari. She has to get a better start than what she got in the semi. She's got to have a much Jackie. better Everybody start. Knows she has horrible Cuz at least then she gives herself a chance. This is a world championship final. You're not going to run down people if you give them too much of a, of a lead. The two Jamaicans in the middle, Sharika Jackson, and then Shelly Ann Fraser-Price and Julian Alfred on their outside, blue top. And then it, it, it was disrespectful of them to put her on the outside lane. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing by putting her on the outside lane. They didn't need, which makes her win even more impressive. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Black bottoms. Sad. Oh, look, how, wait, wait, wait. Look, look how far back she is. Come on, y'all. Look how far back she is. Look how far back she is at the start. Look, this is you see this is um you see my pointer? <laughs> this is Shikari. <laughs> look how far back she is from everybody else. This ain't gonna work in the Olympics, sis got to have better starts but come on 100 world final the jamaicans get out well it's sharika jackson shillian fraser price Talu. here comes shakari richardson shakari's done shakari richardson has won the world title she has to come from behind in the semi but when it counted she has done it yeah yeah gotta get, the, gotta get their starts down man shakari richardson has stunned the sprinting world and is a world champion yes he did that that's a world championship record a personal best but short memory lee after a bad semi-final she recovered and ran the race necessary to upset the Jamaicans and rest the up. world title That's back from up. Jamaica. It's back in the United States hands for the first time since 2017. Wow. That was the race wow. of Shakari's life, and yeah. she delivered. 
with a bad start. I'm not mad at her. Finally, now we get to see the potential. You know? The United States sweep the 100-meter finals. Noah Lyles in the men's. Shakari in the women's. That was something. From the outside lane, she had to overcome 40 years of history. There's never been a man or a woman to make a final on time and then win the world title in the 100 meters. That's, That's what Shakari Richardson just did. That's what's up. She's stunned. She's shocked. She can't <laughs> believe it. Maybe the semi is, is, is taking her down that path, but now it's starting to set in. There are fans of Shakari Richardson that have been waiting on this moment yeah. for four years. Four years. But she has delivered four long for them years. this evening in Hungary. Remember what she did and what she said yeah. at the U.S. National Championship. She took a hairpiece off, a wig, and threw it behind her. She said, that's the past. I'm different now, and you watch on this outside lane. She had a much better reaction to the gun and acceleration than she did in the semifinals, so that put her close. And then wow, when the Jamaicans... Look how, look how much she beat Shelly by. So that put her close. And then when the Jamaicans started to lean for the line, Shakari had already had enough momentum where she was going to catch them before the line. I'm more so a championship much, record, a personal best. Shakari just became like one of the fastest her. women ever. Watch Sharika Jackson. She looks across. She couldn't believe it. Watch Jackson at the head of the field there. She looks wow. over here she and says, him. oh boy, somebody else was ahead of me. Shades of 1976 in the Olympic 100 meter men's final. Hazley Crawford. Now, on the outside upsets Donald Quarry of Jamaica. Oh, okay, okay. In the now here's what here's what I'm worried. Cause remember who was the who was the chick that was killing everybody? Marion Jones. When I see people win like this, I get nervous. When I see people win like this in, in this form in this fashion, I get nervous. You know why? Because what happens? <laughs> what happens when you see people win like this in such fashion and track and feed? What happens like the following month, two months later, what ends up happening? <laughs> yeah, they get popped. They get tested dirty. They get popped for dirty. That's why I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, come on. We've all been here before. We've all been here before. This ain't nothing new. They always pop dirty. Like I said, to see her win the way she won. Do you understand? Like you've never seen, once again, I'm of the faith that she did it legit, but you've never seen her win in such a dominant fashion against the reigning champs. Do you understand? Hear me out. You've never, ever seen her win in such dominant fashion against the reigning champs. This is Carl Lewis, Ben Johnson all over again. Remember Ben Johnson just came out of nowhere smoking everybody. And Carl Lewis was the best of the best. This is Ben Johnson, Carl Lewis vibes. Yeah. I, I hope I, I hope she is legit. But once again, 
you've never seen her win in this dominant fashion against the reigning champs okay you for her to have a bad start to come from behind and gap and gap Shelly Ann Frazier I mean gap her do you understand what I'm saying come on we run it back we run it back she gapped her y'all with a bad start <laughs> come on just rock with me oh, but now it's starting to set once again I believe she she did a legit but once again you know how USADA and the, the testing agencies are just I hope she I, I have faith she did it legit but once again for her to you know bad start and still gap Shelly Ann the way she gapped Shelly Ann I don't know there are maybe, fans maybe of Shakari Richardson that have Shelly. been waiting on this moment for four years but she has delivered for them this evening in Hungary Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the age is starting to, to catch up to Shelly. Remember what she did and what she said at the U.S. National Championships. She took a hairpiece off, a wig, and threw it behind her. She said, that's the Yo, pass. Look at I'm Shelly different now. And you watch on this outside lane. She had a much better reaction to the gun See and acceleration she than she did in the semifinals. So look at... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I need y'all to see this. Yes, we know they... We, Come on, man. And motherfuckers still get popped for dirty. Let's not do this. Let's not play these. Don't 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 play this game with me. Motherfuckers pop dirty all the damn time. Okay? Let's not do this. I'm saying she did it legit. But you've never seen her destroy anybody. None of the greats like this from behind. I hope she did it legit. I believe she did it legit. Which well, I, I'm gonna keep saying it, which makes the win even more impressive but look how much she has gapped Shelly Ann Frazier okay okay <laughs> I'm just saying yeah man the Balco shit <sighs> yeah ba bomb Gardner just popped dirty from some off-site testing facility that nobody ever heard of it's not USADA wait 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 I'm with you on this but Alicia Baumgartner was not tested by USADA. There's, there's two doping agencies. Um, USADA, which is the, the U.S. track and field. They pretty much do that for boxing, too. And there's another there's another testing site. The, the company that that claimed that she tested positive, no one, it's some third-rate shit. It's some off-brand doping agency site nobody's nobody's familiar with so i don't believe alicia Baumgartner is actually dirty i don't believe it until usada says so you know what i'm saying so until usada says so you know let's let's continue let's continue let's continue let's continue that put her close and then when so the jamaicans it, started to lead for the line shakari had already had enough momentum where she was going to catch them she before the line. So a championship record, a personal best. Sha'Carri just became one of the fastest women ever. Watch Sharika Jackson. She looks across. She couldn't believe it. Watch Jackson at the head of the field there. She looks over here and says, oh boy, somebody else was ahead of me. Bruh. Shades of 1976 in the Olympic 100-meter men's final. Hazley Crawford on the outside upsets Donald Quarry. Let me say this right now. You better hope she did it legit. You better hope she don't pop dirty. 
You better hope Shikari don't pop dirty. Okay? You better hope she don't test dirty. You better hope this was this was a legit win. I hope so, but you better hope she don't test dirty. But come on. Of Jamaica in the hundred. This looked a lot like that. You've never this seen Jamaican lose this is such an amazing race, and it's made even better by the fact that she did it from the outside from the lane. Outside. Yeah, yeah, and behind. And there is the realization. Look how far ahead she, come on. Sister, please don't. Shikari, please don't. Please don't fuck this up. That she please is the best up, in sis. the world. Shikari Richardson, world champion. I'm telling y'all, y'all see it, y'all. <laughs> that has to feel good. This has been a long. Uh, okay, now, now see, now see, 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 see. <laughs> uh, all right, what, what excuses did you were? Where, where were you, Mike Jones, when we were when we were on her neck for that horrible outing? And what was it, the Prefontaine Classic or no? What what the last World Championships when she came in came in dead last? Where were all y'all then? Where where, where was all? Where, where she from Dallas? Where were y'all then? All of these newfound fans. Oh, she always she always been great. No, the fuck she hasn't always been great. Yeah, she did good at LSU, but when it was time for her to step up and get a, and, and run against grown women, she failed miserably. She wasn't focused. She had parasites and demons around her. She didn't listen to her coaches. Right? Now, once again, you have to factor in the age of these Jamaicans. They've been on top for so long. But once again, I believe this was a legit win. She's looking very, very muscular, Shikari, these days. I'm not mad at it. You know, I like a buff chick. I just hope she don't pop dirty. I just hope she don't pop dirty. Let's continue. And at times problematic road. And she's actually starting to look cute to me now. Shikari is starting to look cute to me. Okay. Cute enough for me to, I would smash. <laughs> I would smash Shikari. She has risen above <laughs> all of the challenges. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me play devil's advocate. Her her last her before this fastest time before she did this this two this ten six five, right? Before she pulled a ten six five, her next slowest her fastest time at the up until then was let me see let me see. You know what? Let's do this. I mean, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, until last night, until last night. Oh, come on, man. Give me that. He's going to give me that. Here's the 1065. Let me run it back. Let me, let me, it's going to find me. It's going to bring me the list. I want the list. Here we go. Here, nope. I don't want the. I don't want that. I want the record all times, all time top ten women. Here we go. Okay. 
she ran a 10.65. A 10.65. Now, these are the fastest times in the... I will get to the, the other times as well, but I just want y'all to see where where Shikari all of a sudden now fits running a 10.65. Okay? So, 10.65 puts her... She ties Marion Jones. Basically, number eight. Shelly Ann's fastest is 10.63. Flojo is all up and down this motherfucker, man. <laughs> Flojo and Elaine Thompson, back and forth. Flojo is still, is still, I don't think, I don't see any woman touching the 10.49. I just don't see it. Like, 10.49 is hauling ass. Even for a man, okay? But I don't see any woman touching 10.49, not for a very long time. Okay? Now, let me get to... Hold up, Richard. I'm trying to show a comparison and contrast. Second. There we go. Yes, that's what I meant. Give me the second fastest time. Okay, let's do this. Shoot. Damn it. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. second fastest time because it's it's far and away like now you gotta you, you look at the times like oh that's a that's a pretty that's pretty significant that's pretty significant you know what fuck it it'll come to me later let me get in these comments real quick let me get in these comments real quick that's what i'm saying exactly oh wait you wanted to fail come what are you talking about really <laughs> nah, that's not me, bro. No, no. But I mean, if you're gonna win, don't, 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 don't destroy the competition like that. You understand? Like, like, I'm just. Listen, you know what? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> fooling with y'all. Let's get back to uh, the celebration. Let's get back to the celebration. I ain't mad. I'm happy for it. that championship record hope, to I go hope, along with a championship natural. title. This is Shakari's first time being on the world stage. She has a subpar semifinal, scrapes into the final, gets lane eight, and responds like that. 
she's here to stay. Excuse me, lane nine. She's on the outside. <laughs> Team USA are going to Paris 2024 with the men's and women's 100-meter world I'm champions. I'm happy for her, man. Wow. She don't, she don't test positive. You know, we good. If you're one of those ones who've been asking, how's the U.S. doing now? <laughs> They're doing just good. They're, They're doing, doing just fine. They're doing just it would be fine nice to see more than just her. I don't want to. I don't want her to be her by herself. You know, it's supposed to be. You know, we need more than just one person. These two used to train together, so they are celebrating. But this has to be a bit of a shock for Sharika Jackson. I don't think she came into this race thinking that somebody on the far outside would beat her. But that's exactly what Shakari Richardson accomplished. Yeah. There were moments of shock, surprise, yeah, not disbelief, but just like... Hi, Chief. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Exact. Okay, her second fastest time is 10.93. And she just ran a 10.65. Thank you, Dartmouth. Her second fastest time is 10.93. She just ran a 10.65. Y'all want to... I don't want to be that guy. Come on, don't make me that... Don't make me that dude. Don't make me that guy. Don't make me that guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, you can't, you can't gap these, you can't gap these motherfuckers like this. You know? She probably been. Do you know how? She knocked off thirty tenths of a second. Are you serious right now, bro? <laughs> she got that Mark McGuire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Training. Okay. I really? I really just did that. I really just did that. And now it's sinking in for Shakari. Well, so you ran the fastest time in a in a world championships on the outside lane from behind against two of the fastest women reigning uh, Olympic world champions, and you gap them both. Not like hairline. I don't mean photo finish. You gap them. Old girl had time to look to the side. Do you understand? You're running a hundred meter dash and you got time to look to see this bitch ahead of you. Y'all better hope she don't pop dirty. Y'all better it hope. It can't be a rivalry if only one side is winning. And the Jamaicans have been dominating this event for just about six nah, years. Man, get my get my record correct. I'm 22 and two. I'm 22 and two. Okay, them Jamaicans know. Come on, man. She stayed at Holly, Holiday Inn Express. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Y'all better hope she don't pop dirty. Oh, that's right. Dennis Mitchell is her coach. Bro, don't do this to me, bro. Uh, come on, RC. Don't do this to me, bro. That's right. He is a dirty coach. Oh. Damn it. Damn it.
That's right, Justin Gatlin fired him. Reportedly fired Dennis Mitchell after the coach was implicated in an undercover undercover doping investigation. When was this? This was 2017. Come on, man. This is your coach. Oh my gosh. Come on, man. What did it say? And Gatlin's been popped a couple times for doping, right? Wagner was filmed allegedly claiming he could supply drugs and Mitchell is alleged to have spoken about complex designer drugs which are unknown to the authorities and do not show in drug tests. Gatlin said, I'm not using, I'm not using, I have not used PEDs. I was shocked and surprised to learn that my coach would have, be, would have anything to do with the appearance of these current accusations. I fired him as soon as I found out about this. 35 year old received a two year ban reduced on appeal after a positive test for amphetamines in 2001 before a second suspension reduced to eight and then four years after a failure for testosterone. Jeez, he peach. Wow. Wow. Ronaldo Nehemiah, Gatlin's agent, has since claimed that Wagner has only worked for Gatlin on two or three occasions. Mitchell told the undercover reporters that he did not use the substances on his athletes, that they were clean. Y'all better, man. See, now I'm going to turn it. Now I'm going to turn into that guy. Now I'm going to turn into that guy. Come on. Now, guess what? The pendulum just now swung right back to the United States. Man. Exactly. Right, and you want to you want to stay positive. Wonderful post-race scenes by the three best in the world. There have been peaks, He's dirty, and lots dirty, of valleys dirty coach. for Shakari Richardson over the last four seasons. She turns pro in Where 2019, doesn't make the team. She wins the Olympic trials in 2021, and of course. With the cannabis positive, doesn't get to go to Tokyo. Last year, she does not get out of the first round at U.S. Nationals. Wait. So what she did this year is... Wait, but how does steroids enhance your speed? Are you serious right now, bro? <laughs> like, we've, it's a, we've broken it down to science, you know, thanks to Ben Johnson. What do you, what do you mean, how does it not help you with your speed? Fast twitch muscle, muscles, all that shit. Recovery times, healing. I mean, just... And, and, and they even say it helps in hand-eye coordination. Now, I would debate. I would debate. I would debate that it doesn't enhance hand-eye coordination, hence the baseball guys, the steroid era. But there are, there are reports that it actually helps with hand-eye coordination. I still don't believe that shit, me personally, because I've run many cycles. Um, I've run a lot of cycles, and I've run a lot of cycles on SARMs, and I can't tell you if it helped my hand-eye coordination. I, I I can't I can't vouch for that, and I used to run that shit. So I'm like, no, it 
maybe it didn't work for me <laughs> you know so I, I don't know i don't know i don't know but let's continue let's continue it's not just overcome her recent history player, she has completely ball, changed the fortunes of the american women in this event now and somewhere i have to think that tori Bowie is loving this the last world champion for team usa in the hundred the late tori Bowie. well you know what and i can't, I can't see acne I, I would have to look at her up close i can't see acne but nowadays with the with, with, with the new stuff so anna anivere sustenol Winstraw, all the old school stuff still gives you the acne still lowers your voice her voice is not deep or deepen um i don't i would i don't see acne on her for now you know so i mean they got some complex shit out here nowadays i mean even even with the uh the blood doping where they take out your blood put it pump it full of oxygen and then react then re put the blood back in you and then basically you're running on a fresh supply of oxygen the bloodstream that's what lance armstrong got popped for doing that's what blood doping is they take out your blood clean it and pump it full of oxygen and put it back in you and you can just run forever but let's go he joins the likes of carmelita jetta <laughs> of tory of lauren williams marion jones gwen torres yeah. and gail divas as u.s world champions well, Shakira, you sat in the queue room after your qualify after your semifinal with a time of 10:84, and then you qualified to the final, and you did something that no one in the history of the sport has ever done. You won a world title off of a qualifying time. What did it mean to cross the line and look up and see that you had won the world championship? It meant so much. It meant the people that. So she's not on the heavy stuff because clearly her voice is just as bright and spry as, as ever. You know. Supporting me, the people that believed in me. My family, just knowing that hard work pays off. It's been a lot I've been going through, but to overcome all of that and my work speaking for itself, being so silent this year, because I wanted my performance to speak all the words that I needed to speak myself, it feels amazing. It feels like, it feels like everything that paid off, and I'm grateful. Paid off, it did. If you could, let's just go back to the start. Take us back to the start in the blocks and tell us how you navigated this thing from the start to the finish line out in lane nine. Adelaide and I, I was in my own world, and I think for myself, being my biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Oh, here you go. <laughs> being my biggest, um, just focusing in on myself is the biggest thing that I, I know I need to pay attention to. Wait, now once again, if okay, let me let me play devil's advocate. If, if for all those that are celebrating this woman's win, if I want, is this a legit win? It, okay. It fits all the obvious signs of her juicing. Okay. This this race is all you would need to say no. She's she's on something. There's no way. There's no way you you get a bad start. You come from behind on the outside lane and you literally gap two of the fastest women in the world. I didn't say beat them. I didn't say photo finish. I said gap. Jackson had enough time to look to the side. Remember the last time we saw that when Carl Lewis ran against Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis looked to the side like you've got to be shitting me. Not just focusing in on me and knowing that it is. Look, look at the gap. 
Let me run it back. Let me let me run it back. Come on. Not just focusing in on me. Before we, get to the, before we even get to the finish line. That what are we talking about? Before we even get to the finish line. Whole girl is like, what the fuck is this? What is this? Homegirl had enough time to look. What is that? You get. It is. Let, let's not let's not play these. Games. I know I can but do what I, I need to do I hope in order clean. to perform. I hope she's And clean. I have and just blocking up everything else. So being in lane nine, I hope that's clean. my number two. Um, it was it was fantastic for me just knowing that I just need to hone, focus in on my start, and then everything else does it for itself. How did you I improve that clean. start from the semifinal to the final? Because it was definitely better. <laughs> my mindset. Yeah. Shaking off the nerves, that's just right. knowing that I've Hoping done this before. There. And it's just another race, not putting the pressure of world championships on it, but just showing that this is just another race. This is what I've been training for all season long, not even just this season, all my life. And I'm grateful. Okay, so that's 10-9-3. Let's do that. Shikari Richardson, 10-9-3. Oh, 10-9-3, 10-9-3. Nine, it's three, three. Yes, ten three is what I mean. Why was she in lane nine? Oh, we don't know. I don't care about that. Let's see, let's see. Oof. Yeah, she ain't the prettiest thing, boy. I, I you know what? <laughs> she ain't the pretty, prettiest thing. Okay. Her best ever, her personal best is 10.72. She ran a 10.65. Once again, her personal best and the 100 meter dash is 10.72. She just gapped two of the fastest women in the world and ran a 10.65. That's seven tenths of a second that she somehow miraculously knocked down. I, I, you know what? On the outside, from behind. On the outside, from behind. Come on, y'all. I don't want to be that guy. Please don't make me that guy. Please don't make me that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Corlock, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. I don't want to be that guy. Don't put, don't leave me out here on this island by myself. <laughs> she tapped into the, she said she tapped into the speed. <laughs> Not that she tapped into the speed force. <laughs> Is she reverse flashing on these? <laughs> Is she reverse flash on these things? <laughs> right here as you were waiting, waiting to see if it was you. What was that feeling like? And then to see your name flash up as the gold medalist. 
waiting on that fence, waiting for just nerve-wracking, knowing that all of them ladies that I lined up against are heavy hitters. Everybody that came into that race put their put their best foot forward. So, but feeling like I just executed my best, not even no. Once again, her personal best is a 10-7-2 on the outside lane from behind. And she gapped two of the fastest women ever. Knowing what the result was, just feeling like I executed my best was the biggest thing for myself. <laughs> and seeing my name pop up also with a PR, <laughs> that was a PR for me, you guys. So it was just amazing knowing that literally uh, yeah, I put my best race I, forward. I am. And I came out with the victory that we've been training for all season long. Do you feel like you earned the respect of the Jamaicans and the rest of the world tonight? Um... <laughs> Not even just the Jamaicans. I feel like I've earned the respect for myself. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me, not even just the world, but for Sha'Carri Richardson. I put that respect on me for me. I've been downplaying myself for so long, and this entire season, I know I belong. I know I deserve to be here, and it just feels amazing to execute that as well. Finally, right before your race started, I checked your Instagram. You have 3.3 million oh followers, 3.3. So on this massive platform with a massive performance, what massive message do you want to send to the people who follow you all the way from South Dallas to across the America and across the world? Steroids is good. But no, seriously, the message I want to just send to everybody, Steroids I've been saying it all season. I'm not back. I'm better. Okay. Now, once again, if I'm the prosecuting attorney, here, here's my evidence I present to you. We have a coach that's known for being associated with PEDs, accused of PEDs, okay? We have an, an athlete whose personal best was 10.72, but somehow ran a 10.65 on the outside lane from behind and was able to, you know, what, half a foot, half a foot, she 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 gapped two of the fastest women by half a foot. Okay, <laughs> I know, right? That's my that's what I get for trolling the Jamaicans. That's my karma. That's my <laughs> that's my karma. <laughs> right? The answers just gave her kind of. Yeah, yeah. See, and then we have a prior pop for for testing dirty for weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you're not gonna, you're not knocking off seven ten seven tenths of a second. Seven tenths of a second. Do you do you know how insanely? Do you know how hard it is for football players to knock off two tenths of a second off their forty time? Hey, hey, come on, football players. Come on, y'all. Come on, talk to me. It's football. See, NFL is here. Let me pull this thing back. All right. Shout out to her. I hope she I hope she's legit. I hope she didn't test dirty. I hope she doesn't pop dirty. Now, NFL, come on. All my guys, combine guys, whether you play semi-pro, college, pro, I got buddies that play NFL too. Do you know how hard it is for them to knock off two tenths of a second off their 40 times? Right? It's not about speed, it's the technique, right? You, you, you don't come out straight up. You don't out the blocks. You don't run straight up. You don't stand straight up. It's a gradual thing. You gradually kind of raise yourself up during, you know, during the stages of your run. 
right? Do you know how hard it is for NFL players to knock off just two-tenths of a second off their 40 time? This woman knocked off seven-tenths, 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 and a 100-meter dash. You're telling me that's that's natural. Man, easy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better hope she don't test dirty. You ain't never seen anybody dominate a race like, you know what, I'm going to let it go. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. We ain't giving nobody no passes. We we don't no. We don't do that here. No, no, no. Everybody guilty. <laughs> Everybody's guilty. Let me. Where am I? Where am I at next? The story. Um, Takari, Saudi and the New Yorks. Okay, Saudi and the New York. Saudi and the New York. Okay, but once again, shout out to Shikari. I just pray and hope. I hope and pray she don't pop dirty. I pray she don't pop dirty, y'all. Like I, I'm rooting that she don't pop dirty, cause that it was a, that was too good to be true of a win. That was too good to be true of a win. But let's continue. Let's continue. Well, let me see. Let's do this. New York City. Lord have mercy. Once again, migrants. I mean, it's just how, <laughs> how much worse can it get? How much worse can it get? How much worse can it get? Randall's Island. Randall's Island. Okay, come on with the ads. Let's go. This is for the migrants, y'all. This is for the migrants. Now, nah, fuck that. I want actual news clips, even though I, I shouldn't be relying on news clips like that, but. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. No, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, New York Post. Let's do this. Let's do this. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn ads. Damn it. Twenty million a month is what the, what this thing is going to cost uh, taxpayers. Twenty million dollars a month. Twenty million a month. Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, let's go. Wait, wait, my bad, my bad. You may have to pay for the thousands, tens of thousands of asylum seekers 
coming to the city. The mayor says the price tag has tripled. And CBS 2's Ali Bauman has details on how this will affect city services. Lord have mercy, this is a mess. Leonardo and his eight-year-old son came to New York from Venezuela. They're one of several asylum-seeking families now staying in the Flatirons historic Redberry Hotel. I want a better opportunity for myself and for my son's future, he told me. I want to work. Since asylum seekers are not legally allowed to work, shelters are their only option. But it's costing New York City about $383 per night per family. And with 57,000 asylum seekers and counting in the system, that's $3.6 billion a year. $3.6 billion a year. A year for these people. That means over the course of three fiscal years, our city is projected to have spent more than $12 billion. $12 billion with a B. That's nearly the budgets for the FDNY, Sanitation Department, and Parks Department combined. We continue to face impossible decisions about allocating our resources. And that means a lose-lose for our most vulnerable New Yorkers. Mayor Adams. How do y'all... Why are y'all not setting that city on fire? How are you not at these people's homes? And you know what? That's inciting. So I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean what I said. I, that was fiction. Sorry. Is pleading with the White House to declare a state of emergency, expedite work authorizations, and send more money to New York. He's also asking Governor Hochul for more money, as well as more state relief sites, and to force some upstate localities to open their doors. Wow. I've already spoken to leaders about probably the need to put another billion in next year's budget. 30% of asylum seekers here are children. Leonardo is wow. not sure where his son will go to school come fall. The education department is desperately searching for more ESL teachers, with at least 18,000 asylum-seeking kids now enrolling in city schools. Given the composition, the change, the composition of the asylum seekers toward more family, we're expecting that number to go up. City Hall says it's analyzing every dollar spent on asylum seekers to try and bring down the total cost. In the Flatiron District, Ali Bauman, CBS 2 News. Oh. Our coverage of the asylum seeker crisis continues tomorrow on CBS Mornings. Mayor Adams will be live at 7:30. See, you, you see how easily people will comply. I'm going to keep saying it. You will comply. Y'all, that's New York City should be on fire right now. It should be on literal fire. It should be complete anarchy. You know what? I know I did not mean that. I was sorry. I was playing. It was a joke. Jokey joke. Hee hee hee. Jokey joke. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. It's all fiction. It's all fiction. <laughs> it's all... <laughs> It's all fiction, y'all. I was just playing. I didn't I didn't mean it. I was just playing. It's all jokes. Okay. Let's get to the next story. Saudi Arabia. It's what's called Neom. A mega city. This is insane. I'm not even mad. This shit's gonna be bananas. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that it Man, listen, they tell you they all in your face with it. 
You know how your girl gets on your nerves. She be all in your face like, Byron. Like all in your face. Like, you know, you're not going to deck her because she all in your face. Like, Byron, <laughs> this is insane. But let's go. Ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature. With 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. They're not playing with y'all. I told. Mm, 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 mm. Blade Runner, Judge Dread, Divergent. Pick one. <laughs> Demolition Man, Snowpiercer. Pick one. <laughs> Soylent Green. They not playing with y'all. <laughs> this this is insane. This is insane. Oh, insane. It's not going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. A new age prison. Okay. 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 Yo, my girl was standing in front of the TV. Unplugged the X. Man, when she hit you with the, what you going to do, Byron? Byron. And you can't do shit about it. <laughs> yes with mirror walls that shit is insane I'm not even mad I'm not even mad attack on titan oh hell no hell no hell no I'm claustrophobic he <laughs> said hell no I'm claustrophobic this is crazy this is crazy once again, you will comply. You will comply. I'm. You know what? I can't even front this shit. How long is it gonna take for me to build this shit? Countless governments and companies have taken a stab at building a city of the future. There's Songdo in South Korea, How the Alphabet-funded Keyside project in Toronto, which was abandoned in May of last year, and both Singapore and Barcelona have tried to modernize with smart sensors. In January of 2021, Saudi Arabia announced plans for its own futuristic city called The Line. Instead of communities sprawling outward from a central location, they would be built vertically and arranged, well, in a line, hence the name. Even though the vision for the city stretches 170 kilometers, it would do away with cars entirely and instead be connected by high-speed rail that would travel the entire length in just 20 minutes. 
and each individual community would be largely self-contained so that almost anything you could need, be it a school, a doctor, or a quick meal, would be only a five-minute wow. walk away. The government says the line will run on 100% clean energy and make extensive use of sensors and AI to manage the city's services. And all of this is supposed to be nestled in the pristine natural landscape of the Tabuk province with minimal impact on the environment. Wow. Now the Saudi crown prince Mohammed bin Salman has revealed grandiose renders of what the Wait, city will look I, like. I heard the cost. The cost of this thing is $1 trillion. T. Trillion for T. One trillion. To match the grandiose plans. The line is envisioned as a giant glass and mirrored wall, 170 kilometers long, 200 meters wide, and 500 meters tall. That's tall. Wait, I, I want to know how many miles that is. 170 key km to miles. Yeah, okay, one count to miles. Yeah, give me my. That's a. That's 105 miles? Holy shit. That's 105. Point six miles. Wow. Wow. That's insane. Insane. Let's continue. Let's continue. Taller than the Empire State Building. It would have greenery stretching along the top, an open-air ventilation system to help maintain an ideal climate year-round, and it would house up to nine million people. Nine million. Now, the line is just one part of Saudi Arabia's controversial $500 billion neo-megacity project. For one, the so-called virgin land that the government is building Neoman is, unsurprisingly, not all that virgin. It is the ancestral and current home of many people, including members of the Hawatat tribe who are being forced from their homes for what many see as a vanity project that won't amount to much in reality. Those who have dared to speak out against the government's plans or refuse to give up their homes have been harassed and abducted by Saudi security forces, arrested, or in some cases, killed. For example, Abdul Rahim al-Hawati, a prominent <laughs> Hawatat activist, was killed by police in April of 2020 after posting videos on social media trying to raise awareness of the forced displacement. All of this controversy has even led to some commercial partners pulling out of deals like Riot Games, which had signed on Neom to sponsor the League of Legends European this Championship. Backlash from the gaming community caused that to quickly unravel. Now, even if Neom is eventually built and lives up to its lofty promises, there will still be plenty of more cause for concern. Okay. The line is expected to be loaded with countless sensors, cameras, and facial recognition technology oh, that, yeah. in such a confined space, could push government surveillance to almost unthinkable levels. Now, that would be troubling in any nation, but in a country like Saudi Arabia, where homosexuality is outlawed, uh -oh. LGBTQ people are persecuted, uh -oh. and women hold almost no rights, it's downright terrifying. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, well, all right, we'll talk about it then. Come on. There's no way I'll be we'll, we'll be around to see this thing get built. I would like to see this thing get built. <laughs> I would like to see this thing get built, like completed, or at least a second. You may it. have seen this, well, just about everywhere. It's the architectural concept that broke the internet. Saudi Arabia has just shocked the world. At first I thought it was a metaverse project, but it is a real project. Saudi Arabia wants to build a city dubbed The Line. The Lion? I want no part of that. I'm going to be reacting to The Line. This is definitely just a way for those in power to have more control. The ingenious design of the city of future. It's designed Listen, they will all comply. They will all comply. In three dimensions, who do you think is going to be at the top? The line is a 170 kilometer long, 500 meter high mirrored linear city in the desert that either represents the cutting edge of architecture or a grim dystopian future, depending on who you ask. But what exactly is the line? How would it even work? And what can it teach us about our cities today? Mm -hmm. 
Back in 2021, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia Mohammed bin Salman first announced plans for a new kind of sci-fi-like city called The Line. Okay. It's part of Neo, the kingdom's new nation-building megadevelopment that'll stretch across 26,000 square kilometers That's of desert. Insane. The line's been pitched as a futuristic eco-city north of the Red Sea with no cars, no streets, and no carbon emissions. The Saudi government says it will create housing for more than 9 million people, and insane. leaked documents reportedly show ideas for everything from robot maids to an artificial moon, flying cars, and just about everything else. An artificial moon. Let's go. From the Jetsons. Think Dubai on steroids. Well, I mean, it looks uh, like something out of science fiction, but I believe that's the intention. It is a huge and impressive PR and marketing endeavor before anything else. Intention is not to be impressive. The intention is to be awesome in, in the literal sense. Hey, we are where innovation happens in the built world now. The main question is not so much how or when, but why? And uh, why do we need to build such a city? You know why do we why, need to deploy sir, those kind of resources for that kind of project? Sir, you know why. And why does the city need to look like that? The entire Neom development is supposed to become so self-sufficient that it's being referred to as a country within a country, a place where residents will apparently be called Neomians rather than Saudis. Now, it's no secret that Saudi Arabia has been attempting to rebrand itself on the world stage, looking to the UAE as a template for a post-oil economy, along with the pie-in-the-sky mega-projects that seem to go with that. It has been folded into what is known as Vision 2030, which basically says that by the end of this decade, Saudi Arabia will look dramatically different. It won't be a, a kingdom relying on oil anymore. Real estate is a big component of that plan. It wasn't until July of 2022 that we got our first glimpse of what a linear city could actually look like outside of the science fiction movies, wow. and it was unlike anything any of us had ever seen before. The city would essentially be sandwiched between two enormous structures that rise 500 meters into the sky and then stretch for 170 kilometers into the desert. Easy. This, this reminds me of Judge Dredd because remember in the, in the Sly Stallone version, if you get, if you whatever you do something, you get cast out of the city and you have to walk into the desert where you're pretty much guaranteed to die. I could see this happening. Like all the infidels and the heretics, the degenerates, I could see them kicking you out into the desert as punishment, and you will die there. Like, I could legit see that happening. Wow. The largest buildings ever constructed. They'd also be mirrored, and the idea of that is to minimize their impact on the surrounding environment. The 200-meter gap between these massive skyscrapers is where the city would then lie. Here there'd be a high-speed rail line connecting residents end-to-end -end in 20 minutes, eliminating the need for cars or roads. Homes, public parks, schools and offices will all be layered on top of each other, meaning that every amenity is accessible within a 5-minute walk, while parks and nature will be accessible from anywhere in the city within just a 2-minute walk. The whole thing takes the concept of the 15-minute city and explodes it. Clearly. According to Neom, the entire city is going to be powered by renewable energy, and its minimal physical footprint will ensure that 95% of its land will be preserved as it is, a far cry from the urban sprawl of some modern cities that have now reached the size of small nations. I see it more as a way to reshape the sprawl rather than uh, avoiding the, the sprawl at all. And even if we look at the history of recent capitals built from scratch, the sprawl is always there. It, it actually starts and forms during construction when the city is not even built. So if we look at Brasilia today, three million people living there, the majority of which in the sprawl that formed around the pilot plan. But little's actually known about the city itself, outside of the trailer and the glossy renderings. Yeah. We do know that initial earthworks began back in October 2021. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you run a, if you run a foul for whatever reason, they ain't gonna be. Yeah, your jail's gonna be outside in the desert. <laughs> 
Yeah, THX. Yes, George Lucas's uh, first movie with uh, was it Robert Duvall? They were all underground and told to lie to the people. Like, you know, radiation is up top and it's bad for you. You'll die and kept everybody working. Oh my god, yeah, that's horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Fun, and that the first residents could start moving in by 2030. But aside from that, the project is mostly defined by its questions, and there are a lot of questions. Can you even build something like this? Can you have a city without cars, without streets or roads? What if everything you ever needed was within a five-minute walk? Could we live in a hyper-planned place that didn't disrupt nature? Is a giant mirror in the middle of an Arabian desert a good idea? And how would the city evolve over time? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, some of it is so beyond our understanding at the moment because they are sort of raw engineering challenges that even the world's foremost engineers haven't really figured out to account for the curvature of the Earth. We need okay. to figure out how to have a break in the building. Uh oh, curvature of the Earth. Flat earthers, yeah, I might have to hold this L. <laughs> Got to account for the curvature of the Earth. <laughs> these are not these are not problems that have been faced by any modern structures ever, right? And I think this is kind of the intention with Mohammed bin Salman is he wanted to make something that was as wow had had as much of a wow factor as the pyramids of Giza. While the line may never appear exactly as it does in these renderings, it's possible we could see a scaled back version mm -hmm. or some form of it sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see the line as presented ever realized, but I, I, I do think there is a possibility where some of those ideas are tested in a mini version of it. Mm -hmm. The whole concept kind of breaks down. So mm -hmm. in, in the end, you're making maybe not a line, you're making a dot. If in the course of developing Neom, because there is very real money being thrown at this project, we find new innovations in structural engineering, we find new innovations in sustainability, we find a way to apply technology to the built environment at scale in a way that we hadn't before, that's fascinating and that's great. That's great for the world. Strangely enough, there are many concepts on display here that aren't entirely new. Okay. For instance, a linear city has been dreamed up before, but not as a utopia, instead as a warning. The Italian architecture collective Superstudio created the continuous movement uh -huh. in 1969, okay. a series of collages depicting vast blocks encircling the world, cutting through cities, mountains and valleys in much the same way that the line does. These striking artworks were meant as a criticism against mass urbanization, against cold, relentless That's architecture. From an architectural perspective, the line as a concept is not new, uh, has very deep roots. The main difference to me is how this city will heavily rely on technologies that are not quite ready yet. As for the other areas of the city, <laughs> some of it may not be as far-fetched as you might think. Many of our urban areas are already making changes to take cars off the road this and prioritize walkability. There are digital twins of entire cities this and programs crazy. that can regulate buildings remotely. And Neom is far from the only vision well, of a so-called smart city. So Bjork Ingels Group made headlines in 2020 when it introduced the woven city that would be built near Japan's Fujiyama. It imagines a fully autonomous future with driverless vehicles and AI systems. There's also Egypt's new smart city that's being built near Cairo and Telosa, a utopian vision for a new American metropolis. Now, none of these projects are perfect, and they've all got their fair share of criticism, but perhaps it is worth rethinking how our cities are structured. Right now, our modern urban areas don't work for everyone. Okay. One in every 52 people in London are homeless, while more than a million wow. UK residents live in so-called food deserts, wow. areas that have limited access to cheap, fresh food. A report from Groundwork UK found that there are severe inequalities in access to parks and green spaces mm -hmm. across the country, mm -hmm. with 40% of people from ethnic minority backgrounds living in the most green space deprived areas. Our cities need to function better, and having everything you need within a five minute walk might actually help lessen some of those inequalities, provided everyone has access. What I do like about a bold project such as the line is the ability to stir up the conversation and make us question and rethink how a city should look like. 
In case you hadn't already noticed, the line is a pretty bold idea. Okay, okay. But it's supposed to be. And perhaps bold ideas are what we need to generate global debate around how to fix our built environments. Okay. Mirrored monoliths aside, more efficiently run cities with access to nature and local amenities for yeah, all might not be too far from where we really should be aiming. This is Blade Runner and Judge Dredd, like, hodgepodge. Okay, okay. Did I get everything? I think that's, I think I got everything, y'all. Oh, no, one more story. One more story. One more story. And then I'm, and then I'm gonna cut out of here. Like, for real, for real. This is jacked up, but it's interesting anyway. Um, let's see. It's jacked up, but I think we need to cover it. Where is it at? It's jacked up. But we need to cover it. Need to cover it. And then tomorrow morning, we will go over the White House prepared preparedness plan for COVID moving forward. Shout out to one of my subbies, Josh. He sent it to me last night. I want to make it its own separate um, stream so we can just talk about it in itself. So here we go. Now, surface level, surface level. Surface when I when I first seen this story, I was like, um Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like what once again I'm I'm to the point where I, I, I hate to say this, but when a guy does something to a woman, I ask, What does she do? I'm to that point now. I'm sorry. I know it sounds bad, it's probably not right, not the right thing to say, but I'm like to this point where <laughs> the dog I'm sure but that's stupid. I'm to the point when I see stories like this, the first thing I ask is, what did she do? Okay. Now, the story. Okay, hold up. It'll cost you. Hold up, hold up. Um. Well, yeah, I went through the story. I'm like, yeah. Mm. So let's go. A Michigan man is being held without bail. Once again, we're, we're going to get to the real root cause, but this story doesn't tell you why. Okay, a Michigan man is being held without bail after Grand Rapids police say he shot and killed his wife, Alicia Danielle Lofton, the day after she served him with divorce papers, right? Okay, there's always more to it. Always more to it. Let's continue. Uh... No, I have not. I don't. No, I don't. I don't get into the. No, man, I just I can't. I can only take so much of the doom and gloom because I got enough doom and gloom myself. But OK, on August 17th, police responded to the area of Adams Street and Union Avenue after receiving a report of shots being fired upon arrival. The police found Alicia dead on the ground and beside a house. Officers said Alicia had multiple gunshot wounds to her head and body, according to an affidavit. Husband had an active protection order against him over domestic violent incident. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 Investigators said they quickly identified Alicia's husband, Marcus uh, Duriel Lofton, as a suspect. On Friday, he was arraigned on charges of first-degree murder and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. He is still in jail uh, without bail. According to court documents, Alicia had an active protection against her husband, 
Marcus since May of this year. At the time, Marcus was arrested for domestic violence against Alicia. The couple tied the knot in February. Okay. Alicia told Marcus she was divorcing him and selling the house. When detectives interviewed Lofton, he told them that Alicia had served him divorce papers on August 16th and she told him she was selling the house. But at about 8 a.m. August 17th, he made contact with her at the Union Avenue house. Marcus Lofton allegedly told detectives what they argued or that they that they argued. Then he grabbed Alicia Lofton's pistol, a Glock from a drawer and tried to strike her with it. According to the affidavit, he then told police the gun went off. His wife then moved to a bedroom and locked the door. Marcus Lofton then told detectives he forced the door open and found his wife trying to climb out a window. Now, this shit ain't even making no damn sense at this point. Marcus stated that he shot Alicia numerous times before he fled in his maroon SUV. Marcus is scheduled to appear in Michigan court on September 5th for a prelim preliminary hearing. Okay. Now that. <laughs> so let's get to what really happened. Are you ready? Are you ready for what really happened? What do you mean? Okay. Alicia. Found out. Her husband was cheating on her with another man from a Facebook group called Is This Your Man? Once again, Alicia found out her husband was cheating, was cheating on her with another man in a Facebook group called Is This Your Man? She then confronted her husband and was in the process of outing him and she filed for divorce. That's when he kicked her ass the first time when she threatened to out him. She exposed him, said she confronted him and said, look, I saw it. I got, I got the proof. You like you, whatever. Dookie chase it, whatever. That's when he, he beat her up the first time. And then after subsequently, she got the, the, the restraining order or order of protection and she's already in the process of, of filing for divorce that's why he he did what he did that's why he did what he did yeah see see slice this you what slice it's sugar sugarmamas.com cougars you in this cougar group we mean cougar group yeah this oh this this group for old women slice saw your saw your name in there <laughs> no you didn't I don't like old women. Yes, you do. Sly says super sly 75. <laughs> sly says her name is Mildred. She's 75 and like long walks on the park. Sly, this is you. You like, you like these old women. Okay, fine. You got me. I like old women with gray hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, once again, hey, I'm of these. I'm the guy that says, "Hey, you know what? I don't." And, and then he, he, then he ended up deactivating his Facebook account. You know what? Let me find, let me find the Reddit post. Let me find the Reddit post because they took it down. I had a screenshot, but they took it down. Okay, so she found out he was cheating with the guy on Facebook in a group called "Whose Man Is This." She made a post and outed him. He deactivated her Facebook. She served him paperwork and he killed her. 
But that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. All right, so y'all, I get it. Ladies, let me pull this thing back, man. Let me pull this thing back. Y'all, y'all, listen, y'all know how fragile a man's ego is. Now, even though I believe women have the bigger ego, but a man's ego is just as fragile, okay? You cannot expect to out your husband that likes men and expect it to go well. Like, I don't think y'all understand how important masculinity is or to be perceived in a masculine frame or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's deathly important to the point that, yes, a man would probably kill you to protect his masculinity. So, I, 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 it's not the smartest thing, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I get it. He cheated on you. And, of course, it's the worst thing. That's a dookie chaser. I, I feel bad. But, yo, just serve your papers in peace. And going about your business, because the moment you talk, you start talking, trying to out somebody. Now nah, he, he ain't got no choice but to kill you, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah, file for divorce and keep it moving. I, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Got me looking for the pay. Look at you. See, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, you didn't have to hurt her. Just go. Hey. <laughs> oh shit. You know what, Techie? This is your fault for this. I'm going to be petty now. I'm going to be petty. Oh, boy. Y'all blame Techie for this next 20-minute petty rant. Oh, boy. Let me let me find this motherfucking... Let me find... It's two people to blame for this. If I find this video... If I find this video, it is two people you can blame for this. Let me find it. Where is it at? Is this it? Is this it? Hold up. Is this it? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I think this is it. Now let's do this. In all fairness, this is Ty City. And keep it Techie's fault. Okay. This is Ty City. And keep it Techie's fault. Y'all blame them for this next 20 minute rant. Of, of nonsense. This is what happens. When you become a slave. To YouTube. Okay. This is what happens. When the money replaces your integrity. And moral compass. Yeah, I'm going there tonight. Okay. Now y'all now y'all make it's like now are you trolling us with this nonsense? Yeah, yeah. 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 We gon we gonna do it. We gonna do it. Come on, let's go, let's go. Let's fair use, bro. Fair use. Let's go with this nonsense. Cause I want y'all to to, to, to tell me. I'm, I'm crazy for thinking the way I think, but come on, let's go. It seems on YouTube with a brother by the name of Felice Johnson. Uh -huh. uh, now, shout out to Brother Felice. 
Uh, he has a channel here with another brother that is in Louisville. I believe the other brother is acting somewhat as a manager. Now, once again, the word on the street is Fleece Johnson's prison name is called Linda Dynamite. Once again, word on the street is Fleece Johnson's prison name is Linda Dynamite. Allegedly. Allegedly, he would take marker and kool-aid and make lipstick color of lipstick and wear the lipstick on that was his inside prison name allegedly fair use come on uh and the name of that channel is called hustler spirit yeah hustler spirit he's all over that motherfucking channel there's number fleece interviews now why are you black men trying to put this man on the pedestal and give this man some sort of props for allegedly taking the manhood and assaulting other black men in prison y'all be the same ones complaining that society uh uh you know yeah they they celebrate guys that come out of prison but you know when a guy graduates college we don't hear nothing from them look what you niggas are celebrating right now you are celebrating a no well allegedly known man attacker what is there what is there to celebrate what story does he have to tell that we need to know this man does not have a story we need to know about but come come on because i'm 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 wrong in, in my way of thinking but look come on now, as you know that fleece johnson was um in 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 the kentucky state prison system uh, for over uh -huh. 40 years something yeah. like that oh, okay. he's gotten out he has a youtube channel he's hilarious uh tells a lot of uh of, of once again Y'all going to have to make a delineation of what y'all going to accept or not. There's nothing. Oh, you know what? I've been to prison. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? I don't even want to talk to these motherfuckers, okay? What conversation do you think I, I would want to have with a man like Fleece Johnson? Why? What insight, what valuable insight am I going to have? What is he? What is he adding to society? Uh, hey, don't kids don't don't go to prison. That, that shit doesn't work. This, that shit doesn't that, that shit doesn't work. Do you think these kids give a fuck about going doing some time in prison? It's nothing to them. It's nothing. Here you have 40, 40 plus year old men salivating at the chance to help this man tell his story. At the same time, promote this man into some form of almost deified uh, 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 personality to, 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 to be worshipped, to, to be looked upon. This is a dreg of society. This man is a dreg of society. And y'all celebrate this nonsense. How many videos has O'Shea made about black men celebrating prison culture and denigrating college culture, college success, college collegiate achievements, scores of videos. Yes. Why are you all of a sudden promoting this man? See what happens when you, when you become a slave to the clicks and views, the money replaces your moral compass. Shit's skewed now. But come on, this is y'all man's here, right? Come on. Interesting stories there. But something happened, uh, family. Something happened where Vlad was...
the white man had to tell him no that's why O'Shea, O'Shea is upset O'Shea wants to get get mad at the culture vulture because even a culture vulture says you know what I don't want no man attacking uh, you know I don't want to interview a man attacker now even there's some even some things as a, a, a culture vulture will, will not stoop down to so who who has the moral high ground so you want to frame an argument to convince us to be mad at Vlad because he won't interview the booty warrior this is y'all man's here O'Shea wants to convince us to be mad at Vlad because he won't interview a booty warrior but we got black men openly celebrating the fact and giving this man a space a space and, and, a, and a platforms to talk about his booty exploits are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me at this point it is always going to be your own people every time but let's continue with this nonsense i got time tonight going to give an interview to fleece johnson and he had heard some things about fleece okay uh, o'shea why don't you fly this nigga out to uganda why don't you interview him since you so mad at vlad since the russian culture vulture even he has boundaries won't you help him get his passport so you can fly him out so you can interview him give him ask him all the in-depth questions so he can make googly faces at you and, and test your manhood and, and and punk you and make you verbally submit to his advances how about we do that how about we do that yeah come on um about him being a rapist if you will and things like that and what happened was that video offer was rescinded now this brother here who is the manager uh, i'm gonna let him i'm gonna play this clip and then i'm gonna come back uh-huh, uh-huh. hey what's up this is big lee with hustle of spirit so this is the guy's channel that that pretty much features all of fleece's uh rants and stories and stuff i just got a i've been getting texts all day about he said texas you mean you've been getting texts all day you don't mean the state of texas you mean you've been getting texts all day texts Texts all day, not Texas. Oh, okay, come on, let's go. A uh, video Vlad TV was doing with uh, Aerie Spears, and he mentioned Fleece Johnson. And he was talking about how he canceled the interview because of his integrity and his morals. Okay. And, you know, he, he felt like his platform was better than that. Okay. But you go on there, you put Fleece Johnson in, you put Booty Warrior in the name of your, in your, in your title. Okay. You talk about him for four minutes. Okay. But... Your integrity didn't allow you to interview him and all this old stuff, right? So you mad because he used a clickbaity title and rhetoric to get y'all over there to, to to see what he talking. We all don't we all do it? What you talking about, bruh? So once again, we mad at the Russian. <laughs> we mad at the Russian for using clickbait titles, and and y'all mad because he won't bring on the booty warrior. So you want to tell people what to do with their platform. But you want. But then black men. But what? You, hey, come on, let's go. You weak. I can't even talk to you like I want to. Because they, they, they'll kick me off. They'll, they'll kick me off of YouTube. 
Wait, wait, wait. Y'all help me. Help me. Help. <laughs> help help me out. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What's the argument again? <laughs> What's the argument again? Why are we upset again? Why should I feel upset at Bla at Vlad? How am I supposed to be getting how can I get mad at Vlad when black people, men and women, willingly of free will choose to go on hit that man's platform and spill their guts? Smokey, shout out to Ty City, Smokey Robinson. Are y'all mad at Smokey Robinson? He went on to Vlad. Not D, not Say Cheese, not DJ Smalls, not Doggy Diamonds. None of y'all go to Doggy Diamonds. None of y'all go to Doggy Diamonds. Why not? Why not? Why not? So, once again, you mad at the Russian because black people make a choice to go over there and spill their guts. Now, the one time the Russian says, you know what? There are even some things that I won't allow on my platform. And now y'all want to tell him what to. And you want to convince us to. Because he's a booty. But you know what? Come on. Come on. Let's go. But you're weak. You're a weak man. Okay. That's why you got security. Because you're a weak man. Uh -oh. That little underhanded stuff you do. Uh -oh. I see it now. But are you mad at. But are the black people weak for going on his platform sir so what about the black people that constantly go on his platform is Smokey Robinson weak is Shaka Khan weak all of your greatest black contemporary artists have gone to Vlad are they weak as well anybody who's anybody in, in urban music goes to Vlad why is that laugh laugh I see it that's bad what proof all right, so the brother, I agree, Jay. Um, I agree. Responded to this, okay? He responded to it, uh -huh. and you know, pretty much called Vlad TV out. Then Felice Johnson <laughs> recently responded to him personally. Okay, let's play that clip. This is What's his name, Vlad? Vlad. When I see you, I'm gonna want you. I'm gonna have you. Get this going. Let me. Black men stay. Ugh. Black men stay. Image stay in the toilet. Stay in the toilet. Stay in the toilet. Y'all really want to get mad at, at Vlad and convince us to be mad at Vlad because he don't want this, this predator on his platform. Boy, I, you know what? Let me just say this, okay? Uh, shout out to the brother Fleece and the management. No, no. I like that. Why are we giving shout outs to a predator? Why are we giving shout outs to predators? He's a predator, sir. He's a predator. Why are you giving shout outs to a predator? Predator. Predicate felon. Habitual criminal. That uh throwing the hat up at the you know at the end of that. I just want to say, you know, it would have been glad to see the brother fleece get on Vlad TV. No, I thought no, it wouldn't. He's a he's a 
predator, sir. O'Shea, what the fuck are you doing? You're so you you so far removed and detached from any from any type of normalcy at this point. Like this is the best you Wow. I I, I never thought I'd see O'Shea sink this low for content. I thought I'd never see him sink this low for content, but then I should not be surprised. He runs a gossip channel. But you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna let this shit go. <laughs> I'm gonna let this shit go. <laughs> I'm gonna let this go. Y'all got it. Y'all y'all have at it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. This is one of the, this is one of those times when you just happy that I'm happy. I got a household. I'm so happy <laughs> household responsibilities, wife and, and stuff. I'm mm, mm, mm. all right. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna get out of here. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm disgusted, like thoroughly disgusted, thoroughly disgusted. So, Thank y'all for hanging out. Once again, y'all can blame Keep It Techie Anti City for that last that, that last little rant. And uh yeah, with that being said, y'all have a good night. Peace.